The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Aki Brandon. All right, time now to cap off the week with a song helping me to do so from earlier this week from Why So Blue. And always remember to check out his video essays page on YouTube, Peter Paris. Hey, hey. Hello. Uh, our music video today comes from LL Cool J, the ladies love Cool James. Uh, it's 1987's I Need Love was the second single from his sophomore album Bigger and Deffer from Def Jam Recordings at Columbia Records. That album also includes included the singles I'm Bad and Go Cut Creator Go. LL produced the album himself with DJ Bobcat and LA Posse, and it sold over 2 million copies, double platinum, in the U.S., and spent 11 weeks at number one on the Billboard Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums chart, peaking at number three on the Billboard Top 200s charts. The song features a music melody and beat sampled from an instrumental by Jason Dialli, uh, his song Zareda's Heartbeats. Pete, were you jamming to this back in the 80s? Was this, Or were you like yeah. having a moment like thinking about stuff with this song I, back in the I, day? Yeah, I totally was. I had a friend who was way, I, uh, a friend of mine in high school was way more of an LL Cool J fan than me. I mean, I like LL Cool J, but it's funny what I remember most about this song. And it, it, it's mm-hmm. a good song. And it's it's like, I like the, the video. It very much captures the era. But the big thing to me is, do you know who Kumo D is? Do you know yeah. Kumo, mm-hmm. uh, Cool Mo with, with a K? The big deal, I remember the time was that like, it was one of those early rap rap beef things. And I remember Kumo D came out with, I don't know if it was a video, but I think he came out with a song where he basically was completely dissing LL. And it was because of this. And there's even a mm-hmm. line where it's like, stick to the love songs. That's that's all you're good for. Or something oh, like that. Yeah. So when I think of this video, <laughs> I was like, oh, Kumo D jumping on LL. And also this is before LL gets huge. Like he gets really physically like a he big dude gym. like yeah. a couple years later yeah he hits the gym with mama said knock you out so yeah. but he's um, i mean he's but also, yeah, yeah i like this song he's also one of the best i mean i would never diss ll because i've heard his response to disses and like because like wait <laughs> was it rock the bells uh the one who's the guy that dissed him he did rock yeah, the yeah. bells and that guy was never heard from again like just <laughs> i forget what his name was but he had like dissed ll and then ll came out with rock bells and was like Okay, well, <laughs> and I I can't even remember the guy's name. Let's let's just wipe the planet with him. But um, yeah, this one was considered the first commercially successful hip hop ballad, yeah. not the first of its <laughs> kind. But but yeah, and it broke him out uh, in the UK. It was one of the first like main like successful rap songs, and it won Soul Train awards and. About.com calls it the uh, number 13 top 100 rap song of all time. And it also is number 60 on uh, VH1's greatest rap songs of all time. So it just had a good legacy. But yeah, I can't think of before this like deep, slow, lovey ballad 
rap songs at the time. So it was something different. And I can see the alpha male rap guys not being cool with Cool J on that. But I mean, sure. But like, he's still, he's still got the Kango hat. He's still yeah. got the big, in the video, he's still rep. They didn't really change his look. He's still visually yeah. the same guy. Right. So his, his street cred is still <laughs> there, you know, yeah. like in the well, video. So, and this song's beat, it's been like, sampled or borrowed a lot oh, yeah because like, like sure. uh, jagged edges uh remixed uh promise was this uh master p and little romeo used it for a song uh rick ross like just yeah it's 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 a beat like so if you're like i don't remember that song you hear the beat and go yeah okay I'm like, but that was the first yeah. one to, to use it so right. uh, the video we're talking about is directed by Ronald rolando hudson uh, he also did Cool J's video for I'm Bad, Diana Ross's Working Overtime, Guys Groove Me, and Dr. Dre and Ed Lovers for the Love of You, the other Dr. Dre, the the big guy, the Yo MTV Raps Dr. Dre. And apparently he's uncredited, uh, an uncredited director of 1991's Strictly Business, the Tommy Davidson Holly Berry comedy, and then since has been a location manager and scout for films since like 2000, but... No films of worth noting here that people would recognize. Well, I'm not saying they're not worthy films, just saying people wouldn't recognize their names. It's funny when you said Ronald, because there's Reginald Hudson, and he's a big director. He did... Yeah. Um, this is Rolando. Little, he, yeah, I think he did house, the House Party movies okay. and stuff. So I was like, th- that's when you said it. I was like, oh, was it the House Party guy? Like, no. uh, But I guess not. Yeah. Of course not. Uh, the video, uh, LL portrays a megastar rapper with a hectic schedule filled with sold-out tour dates, lively parties, screaming females, and tons of fun. But however, he'd rather have a steady relationship with one girl he loves. And that's what they they show us in this video. Like you said, his eight out of... His outfit is straight up 80s hip hop. Like if you could come up with the most yeah. stereotypical, yeah. he's Run DMC, Ansi, or yeah, Run DMC right. here. Uh, and it's it's interesting to see him like that because we know him now. Like he's become a mate. Like he's a huge. He's a superstar. Of, you know, movies, television, right. and a big guy. And here he is, like lean and like boy needs to eat. <laughs> definitely, like, and they they contrast. Yeah, you can definitely see you can definitely see him in this vein. Almost, I mean, he's a little bigger, but mm-hmm. almost going the uh, Will Smith. What was it? DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yep. What what's DJ, the what was his, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh D- Prince? Fresh and the Fresh Prince, almost going that route. So mm-hmm. it's a different. I mean, which you know, obviously both of that was very big in hip hop. So it's just interesting knowing what we know. It's like, Oh, that's weird thinking what he's going to transform into. Yeah. And he, but he's also one of the ones that broke into like mainstream the best, like he, it transformed, like he became a name. Like there's a, I mean, there's a lot of rap going on in the eighties, but he's one that house became a household name of all the people. And yeah, I mean, we'd say what, uh, I mean, hammer's the one that made rap just, almost here to stay like be, like parents let their yeah. white parents let their white kids get rap albums like the hammer was the one that broke like racial barriers big time and made it the most mainstream it could probably get to that point but cool j was up there with it um as well you know fresh prince as well but there's there and then like naughty by nature there's yeah tons of them but yeah your your rick ross slick rick stuff like they were 
lower tier. They might get a club song or something that mixes in with all the eighties pop hits, but Cool J was one that just has strong. I mean, watching the video, it just, it's apparent to me though, that like he has a very, very charming. And that's Mm -hmm. like, it, it it is interesting to me when I think of, uh, yeah, mid eighties to early nineties, who in hip hop would ascend to become either actors or at least TV personalities mm-hmm. like lip sync battle and stuff. I mean, obviously ice T ice cube, uh, Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. Yeah. yeah. Like there's certain people where you look at them in their videos and you're like, Oh, I can kind of see this. It's like, they have a quality where I want to, I want to pay attention to them on the screen. Not just, and that was the classic thing about music, right? Where in the old days, it's like you could have a huge hit song but there's no videos or anything. So you don't necessarily know what they look like. Right. And obviously by the eighties, we're not in that era anymore, but yeah, I think that's, yeah, he, he's just, a, you know, he's a charming guy. Yeah. So. And they, they contrast this video between like him and his girl and like, he's got hotel rooms, business people, an entourage. And then she's in this like homely ass bedroom with like just her bed and the posters on the wall and the nice lighting. And, trying to show the difference in their lives and like she's got a dad who's like what do i tell you about those rap guys <laughs> tears the poster off the wall like yeah we got dialogue in this one too um because he's they have a limo scene where he tells her like you still love me or what because um they show her lost in a crowd of people with trying to get to him and stuff so that just the difficulty of being a rap guy a popular rap guy and trying to date a normal girl they, they, they show his temptations where they have the hot tub scene and he's like, no, I, I ain't doing this. I ain't do this. And it goes with his lyrics too. They do a lot, have a lot of fun with um, his you know delivery and what the lyrics are as well. But yeah, they also have at uh, the end where uh, they talk on a balcony of the hotel and have an embrace. And she's just like, yeah, wow, you're so amazing, Cool J. And he's just like, yeah, just Jima, you're amazing. But kind of funny uh, i want to know who is the guy with the davy crockett hat throughout this video i was wearing that too yeah who like he's in the pool with it on he like stands out it must have been like an entourage guy from back in the day but like 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 who'd he become like oh well that was juvenile like no no it wasn't but but yeah so uh, yeah it's a neat little video i like cool J. uh so I didn't pick something upbeat to go with breaking, but I thought this was a video from around the time with some weight to it because like I've, I've talked about a lot of times with some of the hip hop videos and stuff, there's not a lot of substance to them to discuss. Like it's just, I'm here talking uh, about my stuff and it wasn't until the Fuji's ready or not that they all started becoming something else, something bigger. Um, especially the eighties. There are a lot of like, walking around doing stuff but um this was definitely one with some substance to it um and and it's a good song so uh, definitely uh definitely earned its rep and is no longer i guess uncool to like if you're a hard guy in the 80s now that you can listen to the soft stuff so definitely um i don't all his old stuff kind of meshes together but what was what was his best album from the 80s it's, I mean, it's the one with the big radio. Is it just radio? Radio, radio was his debut. Yeah, that is pretty great. Hmm, maybe that? I will say, as a side note, mm-hmm. I think it's a good pick to go with Breakin because, yes, this uh, this song and Breakin, it has a lot of heart. Breakin has go. a lot of heart. And oh. so I'd say that's the connection. There we go. 
Thanks for taking us out, Pete. That was good. That was good. So uh, that'll close us out for this week. Uh, Pete, been great having you on and sharing in some fun retro hip-hop history. Before we head to the weekend, let people once again know where they can keep up with you and your opinions and your musings. Yeah, I write for uh, I write uh, mostly theatrical reviews for whysoblue.com, uh, same place that uh, Brendan Peters does. And I'm on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram as Pajamo, Pajamo with an O. Uh, yeah, so check me out there. All right, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, as he mentioned, written work at whysoblue.com. If you're listening to this on the day it drops, I'm at PopCon this weekend. So come see me there at the Indiana Convention Center. I've got a live show. I don't have the schedule yet as of recording this, so I can't tell you when my show is. I think it's on Saturday afternoon time. Don't know. Jessica Dalsman and I will be having a fun show. That includes the audience. So hopefully you come and enjoy that. So yeah, uh, the show probably will have stuff for you next week. I don't know how tired I'm going to be, uh, how much I'll have something produced, but there will be stuff next week for the Brad Peters Show. Can't tell you whether it's going to be some PopCon recap stuff, a new episode. Don't know, but that's the beauty of it. So stay tuned. Watch my social medias. Maybe I'll tell you what it's about. So uh, thanks as always. And until uh, next time, always remember to keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.